This is Witness More with Matthew Jonathan and Walter the Dog. Welcome to the podcast. We'll be exploring everything from the paranormal to the strange to the overall unexplained. Sit back, relax, enjoy the journey, and get ready to witness more. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a week already. So this week, Walter the dog has a cow ear. Not a real one. It's a rawhide one. It's been dried out. We're not what out do you there. Mean not a real one. Well, it's not like we just went out and chopped the ear off a cow and gave it to him. It's well, someone did, and well, yeah, but I mean, it's a real one. But it's not. But it's rawhided and dried out like beef jerky. Yeah. Okay. So if you hear. He won't make that, any noise. The, you don't think you'll hear him in the background? I don't think so. That gets picked. That, that got picked up. I well, you can you. stop talking and we can see it. Maybe not. Anyways, if you're a little chewing in the background, it's Walter the dog. We haven't mentioned him in a couple of weeks, I feel like. Yeah, it's yeah. because uh, he doesn't contribute very much. <laughs> he doesn't. No. No. We tell him, go do this research. You know, go learn about the Anunnaki. Go learn about parallel universes. And he comes back with a rawhide bone and a Kong? No, he doesn't. He doesn't do Kong? No. Oh, those are fun. You no. should get a Kong. I did. He spent $15 on a fucking toy that he never touched. Well, put some peanut butter I did that, too. What does he do? He, he doesn't, doesn't care about that. Butter? No, he doesn't peanut chase butter? balls. He doesn't have any toys. He likes stuffed animals. And he goes fucking nuts on those things. Really? They only last a couple of minutes. Wow. There's one on the floor around here somewhere. Is yeah, that one behind there. you? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have like appendages. Does he get the squeakies out of it? Yeah. Okay. And then it's done at that point. Well, anyways, if you hear a little chewing in the background, that's it. So what's today? Oh, I was going to say Saturday. <laughs> okay. Uh, multiverse and parallel universe is the same thing, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. I've, I've never viewed it any differently. You know, there's, I guess if we're, I guess we're just going to dive right in. Um, you know, there's a couple different theories about the two, the three, the four, you know what I mean? Is Are, are they bubbles? Are they bubbles that are hitting each other and can't connect, or are they layered? You think they're layers, right? I did, and I dug a little bit deeper. Because you I brought that. It. We talked about that in the Deja Vu episode. Yes. Yes. I. So you don't think they're layers? I anymore. don't know. And that's why I want to talk about it, because I okay. really don't know. I want, I, want to, I want to figure it out, right? You see, because I've always thought, you know, yes, there, I've always thought the universe is linear, and anything else is going to layer on top of it, right? So if you, if you think like that, then if, if you're under, if you're under the if, you, if you're under the theory that every time something happens and a parallel universe splits off then those exact molecules that create everything in that universe have to then double and create a new one which is possible but as you get into Michikaku's theory string theory that's actually not possible well in order to create a parallel universe it would have to be at the subatomic level i think it's a different dimension because you can't create anything mass can't be created or destroyed 
Right. Okay. It's the first law of thermodynamics and it's just transformed. So I think we live in a four dimensional world. It's pretty, it's theory, of course, but I think it's pretty well accepted that there are more dimensions Mm -hmm. that we just can't interpret. (coughs) So I think if multiverse or parallel universe, I'm going to say multiverse, it's easier. If that does exist, I think it's in a different dimension that we aren't so aware of. The, um, interesting. So, so you're saying, so, all right, so you're saying we've got, so you're saying we have uh, four dimensions uh-huh. length, width, uh-huh. height. Yeah. Keep going. Time? Time. Okay. So you're saying that a parallel universe exists in a fifth or sixth dimension? I So, fuck me. I did the research for this. I took a page of notes, and I left okay. those at work. Okay. So <laughs> I, I saw two things. One theory says that there, we actually live in a seven or eight dimension world, and another one went to 10 or 11. I can't even fathom what number five would be. I don't know. I don't either. But number five could be the branching of, because you also believe that every time you make a thought, you stay on a linear path of your own timeline, but a different, yeah, you have a different thought or decision. You do a different action and that's starting a new universe. Right. On our linear way of thinking, that's impossible. Right. So that's why I think well, if that in the universes, right, and that's hard to. You can't fathom. A lot of people say no, that's impossible. I say that on our plane, right? But if you're, if that's what the fifth dimension is, exactly. Right. So, so are they are they parallel and stacked and layered, or are they bubbles that? float around and every time two hit a new universe is created the, is this just you thinking or did you read something about well, this that's, that's part of strong oh so i have his book called parallel worlds uh-huh. i got about halfway through before it started making that sense <laughs> like that sentence so before it, yeah i think he makes nonsense no. i think it's hard for guys like us to understand what the hell he's talking about it yeah <laughs> yes. but and I, God, that was a couple of years ago. I still have it. If, if you want theory. it, he's true. There's also M theory. Did you read about that? No. M theory is a. It's not a band. Shake. Okay. So string theory. So if you think about, so I like to think about parallel universes, like the TV show Sliders. Remember that? No, I was you too young. Sliders. I wasn't old enough. We watched it together. I don't think so. I was in college. Did. He, was the kid from My Secret Identity in it? No, it's a fat kid from Stand By Me, Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, he was My Secret Identity. Was he? Yeah. Where he was like a teenager that had powers. Uh, like his best, it's almost the plot of Back to the Future. Like he has this neighbor who's an old man and he's a weird scientist and he gives this teenager powers. I think it was Jerry O'Connell. 
Uh, I don't remember uh, my secret identity. I don't know which one to watch yet. That sounds like... Was it a Nickelodeon did. show? No, it was like mid-80s. I was too young for that, too. You watched it. Yeah. So M-Theory in I physics think. is... It's a version of super strength theory. I'm not even going to pretend like I know what I'm looking at, but it's in there too. That is Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, he went to Slider. Yeah, he was from Sliders. 88 to 91? So Sliders came on after. So you're old enough. Okay, maybe I was just too cool. Sliders, they found a way to open up portals to separate universes. Right, so that was a parallel universe TV show where they went through a portal and slid into a new universe, kind of like Quantum Leap. Well, Quantum Leap was more time travel. I take that back. So I slid into a new universe, and they'd show up. This sounds familiar. I feel was, like I watched it on Netflix a couple of years ago. Probably it's a good TV show. I don't think so. Okay, so the <laughs> if it was, it would be on for more than two years. It was on for way more than two years. You said eighty nine to eighty eight to ninety one. Oh, yeah. Thank goodness we have phones and lots of other encyclopedia to look this stuff up while we're doing. Do you think sliders would be in any encyclopedia? Well, maybe an encyclopedia about TV shows. I don't think they're that great. I have a shirt from them that I like though. No, it's good. No, you like it because it's in your neighborhood. Yeah, see, exactly. That's why you like it. What? I would go there even if Bob wasn't a good dude. Five seasons Sliders was on for. It's on the sci-fi now. That sounds like four seasons too long to me. It was a good TV show. So you see these other universes where, like, Russia won the Cold War. And everything was communist. They so what's the another, point? They went into another universe where because well, they had to they had to find their way home, like Sam Beckett and Quantum Leap. Oh, so they're constantly moving around trying to find their way home, right? And they would have a little device that would open up a portal and slide and try to find their universe. You know what I wish happened? I wish they found their way home after the first season. You never watched it, so you don't even know if it's a good show or not. Yeah, give it a chance. You know what? I will. Uh, what do you think yeah, their IMDb on. rating is? <clears throat> How many? What do you mean, how many? IMDb goes up to 10. 7.4. No, you were looking at it on your fucking phone. <laughs> and you read the number wrong. Why do you want to get it right so you think I'm cheating? You know I can see you, right? Well, that makes sense. Yeah. So, anyways, that's, so that's part of string theory, is that it, instead of being linear... Walter likes string theory. What is it, a cat? Uh, yeah, he going or, or a lizard. Um, so you, you, you take the string, and if you put it in your hand, it's all intertwined. Oh. That's string theory, right? So that's where sliders comes in. It's like you can go from universe to universe. You don't have to like go up or down because everything is just intertwined. That's where the bubble comes from. Right? Our universe is a bubble, and every time universes hit a new one is created and they hit a new one is created and they hit a new one is created. Not necessarily from thoughts and decisions people make, but just from the universes hitting each other and the big bang makes another universe. Okay. That's, 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 as I understand it, the theory behind it. I don't know which one I like better now. I like to think that there's multi, I like to want to believe in multiverses, 
you know, I, I think it's very possible. Um, you know, but you know, then you think to yourself, maybe it's, you know, is it really multiverses? Is deja vu two universes getting in touch with each other or getting too close? Or is it, or is it a reincarnation? Theory? So hold on a second. I, if deja vu is two universes getting too close, we'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Everybody would experience it, not just one person. Deja vu? Yes. Everybody does experience it. At the same time. No. Why not? <laughs> that would be weird if everybody on Earth also went, whoa, I feel like we just did this before. No, right, but if it's two universes getting too close together, mm-hmm. that's a physical presence. Everybody would experience that at the same time, not just one person. I can see those wheels turning. <laughs> can you smell the wood burning too? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Which right. discredits that and goes back to was it episode three? Unless it unless unless it is unless there are infinite universes based off a decision people make. So what other what else do you have for parallel universes or for deja vu? Well, parallel since that's what we're talking about right, today. Because if it's well, no, I'm just trying to figure out which I'm trying to figure out which theory makes more sense. Unless or, you don't believe in multiverses. I'm not sold on it. Okay. Maybe I'm not either. But oh. it's it it makes sense that there would be more than one universe in my mind. And I Do you I mean like in space? Like, yeah, I kind of I kind of like that. I kind of like the that they're just that they're as the universe expands, it's not expanding, it's not expanding on a linear basis. It's expanding. You know, our listeners can't see what you're doing with your hands, right? But 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 you can, but you can, you can hear, I I need to see it. I'm a visual person. I need to see it. So if you're, if it's not expanding linear, meaning that it doesn't go in a straight line, but bubbles in areas, right? It expands and maybe it's bigger in one spot. And that's what can be hitting another universe. I don't know. So I don't. So in string theory, is that linear that you were just referencing the the string? What's the string? The string is showing how so the string in string theory is showing how it's not that nothing is linear, right? So when take, you take a piece of string, yeah, right? you've already done that. You collapse no, in your hand, and it's a ball, right? And it's and it's not a ball, but it's all uh-huh. it's all messed up. It's all intertwined. That's what string theory is: is that nothing is that nothing is linear. Everything is just everything is intertwined with each other. When you say everything, what exactly are you referring to? Time, space, gravity. Gravity? Sure. Anything that's not. Actually, yeah. It's all, it's nothing is, nothing is, is. Man, you're struggling. I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, I'm surprised you don't know more about it. Everything I read was all physics based and it was enough to understand at the time when I was reading it, but I certainly couldn't communicate it to someone else. Which okay, so deems me worthless right now. No, but in in I did read about different ideas of what multiverses would be. Right. There's I believe seven There's a lot of different 
but it all kind of, it all falls down to a constant four or seven, right? Did you read about those? Yes. I did read about them. And I don't know, maybe I'm not explaining string theory properly. I don't think either of us really could understand so it. This is a Maybe this was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, it kind but, of sounded... no, but it, it's it, it um <clears throat> okay. So here's your bubble, right? Which that's a, that's that's, but it's, I think in string theory you can have infinite universes. I heard on a Joe Rogan, uh, Neil Tyson deGrasse, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Tyson. Yeah. Uh, he was saying that some infinities are bigger than others. And that's when I turned that shit off. He, he explained it, but it didn't make any sense to me. He is, but he's also kind of a jerk. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of mind blowing that you think someone with that amount of intellect would know how to come off and, at least how to talk to other people. Yeah, he's very. Yeah, but he, I, I don't know. I've never been the smartest guy in the room. So I, I believe you. <laughs> so I don't know what that's like. But I guess if you're always the smartest guy in the room, you got you, you got to have some sort of arrogance about you, right? See, I'm always the smartest guy in the room, and I don't have that. I am right now. <laughs> you're not always the smartest guy. Try no. It, it's not, but no. He, I. I but then again, I don't agree with anything he says. You know what I mean? Did he win a Nobel? Yeah. I don't either. I'm going to keep up on that. So. The. Uh, so, all right. You want, all right. What are the seven? You have them, right? I have five. Different? Five of them? Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about it and maybe somebody out there who's listening can shed a little bit more light on it for us or give us their thoughts on it because that's... that's we would kind of have to put about. it in layman's terms. Sure. sure. Clearly. Yeah. Because we're not doing too well right now. Should we call another topic just to at least... Uh, no, I don't want to do that. So, all right. First one. Go. So... There's the infinite universe idea, yes. which you've already talked about. Yes. The idea that... I like it. Yeah. It also, I think there's a fairly common mindset amongst scientists and astrophysicists uh -huh. that parallel universes could very well exist. Right. It's, hard. it's hard. It's also hard to dis disprove. The problem is every time you run an experiment to try and prove it, it's come up negative. So scientific theory, in definition, uh -huh. is the ability to test and prove something or disprove it. If it's proven, it becomes a law. If it's disproven, it's, you know, bullshit. And a lot of people say that the idea of parallel universes can't actually fall in in the train of thought or mindset of actual science because it can't be tested or proven. 
So a lot of scientists say that it's more sci-fi, not science. We can't prove it now. I think we're getting closer to the point where we can prove it. How would it be proven? With mathematics? With telescopes? It would be proven by opening up a portal to another universe. So, oh, we should do Skinwalker Ranch now because there's portals there. Portals. Yeah. Now? Not now. Next. Next week? Next week. Okay. All right. Yeah. I was going to say, this is, that'll be. No, oh, man. Skinwalker, that's going <laughs> to. I'm afraid that will be an hour episode. Um, what are we talking about now? Oh, so five times. Oh, portals. Yes. This is how you're going to prove it or being able to. So. Which is string theory, which means you can. Yeah. Which you can fold space. That's how you get the portal. Is by and that space. also makes. If aliens travel here. Uh-huh. Oh, that's how they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. They're folding space. Yeah. Which means like, have you ever linear. right. In order for it to be linear, you have to fold it for it to be linear. Yeah. But I guess you can take I guess you can I guess if there's strings, you can move the strings closer and pop, pop over. I don't think it's physical like that. I think that's where that other dimension opens up. Probably. I think you're even closer to it. I mean So do you know what the Large Hadron Collider does? The one in Sweden? All I know Switzerland? I think it goes I think it actually is in multi-countries because it's so big. Right. It's like 37 kilometers. But it speeds up. It accelerates. It's proven, it's proven time travel can exist because they because the particle that they put in came out before they put the particle in. Are you serious? Yes. That doesn't make sense. No, they did something where they proved it. Um, so can the Large Hadron it, Collider in any way play a role in parallel universes? Maybe. The big fear that people had with it was um, uh, hang on. I, I think, alright, it's is it Hadron Collider or Hydron? Had. Yeah, okay. It is where is it? Geneva. CERN. That's what CERN. It is. CERN. Yeah. Okay. So, so what did they? They did something that. Okay, you're mind. not making sentences, no, so I'm going to talk about the other. Sentences. Well, let me talk okay. about the other universes while you uh, pull that up. So, there's the bubble, which you've already discussed. There's yes. daughter universes, and that's the idea that multiple universes can follow a theory of. Oh man. I was going to play this off like I wasn't reading it, but you're going to know <laughs> when I finish this sentence, I'm reading something. Multiple universes can follow a theory of quantum mechanics as part of daughter universe theory. So, I mean, that's what just that common mean? sense. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But it follows the laws of probability. So daughter universes is what you actually believe. It's the idea that your decisions are branching something and leading you on a different path. Yes. So daughter universes is also infinite. Now, that's actually not true. One scientist, I believe in the 90s, did an experiment and found out how many decisions our brains are capable of making. And it was something like 26 times 10 times 10 to the 10th exponent or something like that, okay. which means that 
there would have to be a limit of like 27 times 10 times 10 and, and so forth number of universes. A finite amount of decisions? Correct. So what happens once you get to that amount of decisions? Well, we never would. Uh, I thought maybe once you got to the decision, the last decision or dead, because you only have so many decisions you can make. I, I don't know. Okay. Um, and then this was an interesting one that, I mean, I think it's out there. I read about this. This is on that piece of paper on my desk at work. Uh-huh. Mathematical universes, where universes exist and they follow a different set of mathematics than we know and understand. Yeah. I, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, they just have different scientific laws. Right, but our scientific laws define life as we know it. Sure. So, well, another universe had different scientific laws. Yeah, uh, I'm going to quote. Gravity doesn't exist. Or gravity's less. You can float. Maybe. Or I don't think that's what they're referring to, though. Each, well, I mean, math, math, math is math, so they have to be referring to a different set of physics, right? Maybe. That's what, that's what it sounds like I, to me. Yeah, it lost me, and I, I gave up on it. It's just one guy, but he was a professor at MIT, and right there you think, like, oh, this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I would hope so, too. Um, and then... Oh, here it is. 10 to the 10th to the 122nd distinct possibilities, not infinite. It's hard to believe that your brain can't make an infinite amount of decisions. That means you're limited. Well, yeah. If our brains were computers, which they are, they're biological computers, but it, there's only so much RAM and memory and you know stats that go into that. That sounds like that sounds like you're saying, okay, your brain can only make Whatever. Okay. Over the course of its lifetime. Yeah. Why not? Why? Why are our brains limited among decisions? Our brain shouldn't be limited to the amount of decisions. It shouldn't be. It is. <laughs> no, but think about that. I, I I get where you're coming from, but Every also there has to be a limit on everything. What? Nothing's unlimited. Okay, your brain. Okay, except your brain for the is, Kindle. <laughs> Do you have a Kindle unlimited subscription? Oh, you, you, your brain makes decisions all the time, right? I'm making decisions right now. I'm gonna have my hand at my shoulder length. I'm gonna have my hand at my eye level length, right? You're making decisions all the time. You can't say your brain can only make X amount of decisions. Your brain's gonna make as many decisions as it has to up until the point that you die. You can't say otherwise. If you say your brain is limited to one million three hundred seventy-five thousand decisions, once you hit that number of decisions, you die. That predicts death. No, you're That's not thinking about saying. it. Right? How, am not, not, how am I? How am I thinking about it? You're that? never going to get to that limit. So it is infinite. In your small way of thinking, yes. Oh, my small way of thinking. Are you going to mansplain this to me? I already told you I'm the smartest guy in the room. No, it's not. You're saying you can't say you can't say your brain makes your brain is capable of making. I don't think you realize how large the number is. Okay, let's let's just say it's. If if you oh, it's way past that. Okay, if you wrote it out, it would probably take up a (laughs) a couple pieces of paper. 
Okay. But that you're putting a you're putting you're still putting a limit on it. Yes. Okay. I don't think that's possible. I don't understand how you're having so much trouble with this. Why are you accepting it at face value? Because again, there even if the numbers is so much enormous. information that we can retain. Okay. It has nothing to do with the information we're attaching. It, it is the same. It's decisions. I need to think about this and come back to it. It's it's computing something. That's like saying I get what you're coming calculator. From. Here's a calculator. Your calculator can only do 1,370,000 equations. Once you use it that many times, it's done. I don't know if it's necessarily done. They're just saying that based on human knowledge as we know it and Mm -hmm. thought processes, Uh that number is how many times? So you're saying, so the number isn't that is the limited decisions your brain can make. That number is. The average human makes that many decisions over the course of their lifetime? No. It's, okay. Now, what is it? It's, you know what? Read this guy's fucking paper. And no, get back to we're, me. Well, we're, we're doing the, we're doing it's the not, It's not giving me the exactly. information to answer these uh, questions. So then what do you, what do you, how do you interpret that? I interpret it as back to the computer reference. Okay. This computer has acres of RAM and I think like four terabytes or something. Okay. of storage okay if our computers are thought of in that same way it's just those kind of statistics this brain is capable of making this many decisions this brain's power you're always making decisions yeah I'm You're unfortunately making the decisions to continue this conversation <laughs> no, right now. What I mean, but what you're saying is, see, I just, I just don't think you can put a limit on anything. For, I don't think you can limit anything for a human. That's like saying I don't understand why, you, why you couldn't. Okay, so how many, how many? All right, that's like saying okay, um, you can only take four trillion steps. Okay. All right. So what happens at the fourth trillion step? You'll never get there. Okay. So then how can you limit it? Based on, so if you were to use that, it would be based on like your muscular structure, your bone structure, stuff like that. Okay. This human is capable of doing this much. Okay. So if you can take four trillion steps, but you can, but your muscles can regenerate. Your muscles can heal themselves. It's not like this tire is going to go for 50,000 miles. The thing is, you're never going to get that far. How do you know? How many decisions have you made today? Well, I'm making a bad one right now. Okay, but <laughs> so that's one. You've made one decision. Yeah. Okay, but you—it's. I don't think the brain. Yeah, that you're, what you're what you're saying then? Not me. This guy at MIT. Okay, this guy at MIT. Well, this guy at MIT is saying that you agree with. So you guys are on the same side of the table. Yeah. What you guys are saying is 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 the brain. So what you're saying is that the, the the common denominator of a brain is decisions. You measure you measure uh, brain for decisions. Right. Well, if you all right, let's put it in the tire analogy. Tires are good for fifty thousand miles, right? So a tire is measured by the miles that it goes. You measure the brain by the decisions. I don't. He does. I don't think he's measuring the brain by his decisions. Okay. So it's just a statistic. Okay. All right. 
I, I'm curious as to, all right, okay. You know what? I'll send you his article. Mm-hmm. You can read it. Okay. Then we'll talk about it in a couple weeks. I don't want to come back to this. Why? I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Okay. I think it's a good, I think it's a good talking point. I hope our listeners haven't hit stop yet. No, they haven't. They're probably all saying Matthew's right. Oh, I can't imagine that's true. They're like, they're right. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't limit a number of decisions a human can make. Okay. You're saying you can't. I'm saying you, even if you can't get to that number, you can't quantify it. It's inquantifiable. Then how many decisions can you make is infinite. I think there could be a limit. Okay. I say it's infinite. Now I am getting hung up on your regeneration. Okay. That's how you build muscle. I know. I'm thinking, bro. I'm thinking for like oh. nerves okay. and neurons and synapses and right. in the brain. Yeah. Yeah, like constantly. Yeah. Um, I may never get healed from this conversation, but the body heals itself. <laughs> There's uh, not enough therapy or pills in the world. Scar tissue. Um, the body heals itself. A tire can't. That's why a tire is limited. Well, I, you can't compare. The human brain to a tire. Okay, then what well, you—that's what, what you, you just did. I used a computer, which I feel is a more. But you're saying you're you're having. You're, you're the only okay. Maybe the tire, but I think the tire analogy is good, and here's why. Okay, then you can. All right, you're saying number of uses. You know what I mean? You're saying you're saying what you're doing is saying that this is the. How many licks does it take to get to the center of the titular body? Oh, I did that once. Okay. It was like 1,200. Okay. So you, you're, you're, you're saying the human brain, the tire doesn't fix itself. Man, you're struggling again. The tire doesn't re- regenerate. No, I'm not. I, I, I know what I'm saying. I get it. All right. I think we should just put this out to the audience. Okay. I'd love to move past this. All right. Actually... So I just had to water. How long do you think we're at? Probably like Oh no. Oh. 34? Okay. You've talked a lot about multiverses. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't think we'd get this far. <laughs> no, but I mean, well, I don't know. This guy. All right. So that's the daughter theory. <laughs> What's the fourth one? No, that was the last one. Oh, was that the last one? The daughter was your thing about decisions. Yeah. Then the last one. The last one actually. God, I don't really know what my favorite one is. And I don't even know if I believe. I guess I do. I don't know, man. There's just so much out there. Just don't understand. Yeah, I and I. This isn't in any of. Well, it's not a theory itself, but if this is real, I think it has to be a different dimension that we're not aware of. Correct. And the only way to prove it is to find a way to get that dimension. Is to find that dimension. Yeah. So in the reading I did earlier this week, I actually was pretty sold that it was more sci-fi instead of science. Um, That's fair. But I don't know. Maybe science will have a big breakthrough. And when we have millions of listeners, we'll revisit this and talk about our fifth and sixth dimensions. Maybe. I think, I I really do think, and I've, two things. And I, I think I meant to bring this up before, but do you think aliens could be our human race in, say, 
800,000 years coming back in time to study us. Isn't that interesting? That's something I've thought since I was a little kid. It's, it's interesting. All right. Now we're getting into a completely different topic. Oh, that's time travel. Yes. That's traveling through time. But portals could be traveling through time too. It's a possibility. I've always been under the impression that time travel is possible, but you can't travel back further Einstein than said the that. time machine was created. Yeah, that's something Einstein said. Actually, he said you can travel forward, but not backward. Okay, yeah, I think it's different. Because you can't... Well, what was the particle in the Hadron Collider? Did you ever finish looking that up? Uh, we kind of got sidetracked about brain decisions. I can, I can, I can keep, I can keep going. You should have made the decision to stay looking at that. So while you're looking that up, the other thing, I think that the world that we live on is nothing like it actually is. We have five senses to interpret our environment. What if Sight, they're? Sound, oh God, you're going to count taste, them. Hearing, touch. Yeah. Okay. What if there's something all around us all the time that we simply aren't privy to because we don't have the the sense mm -hmm. to interpret it? Have you seen those videos of like colorblind people that wear glasses and see color for the first time? Or deaf yes. people that get a hearing implant yes. and they can hear for the first time? Yes. Those examples, somebody who's never seen color, somebody who's never heard, and then they suddenly are able to hear it. What if, again, there's, they never knew, we'll use a deaf person as an example, they never knew about sound. I mean, they knew it exists because of their peers, mm -hmm. but what if humanity like, altogether? Like psychic stuff? What? Like psychic? No. Like, where, where'd that come from? Picking up like a, well, it's often they call it your sixth sense. Oh, okay. Well, okay. We'll use that as an example. Yeah. What if there's just something that exists all the time? Psychics are apparently just know things about, actually, that's, that's a whole different thing. Um, but yeah, anyways, I think five, six, upwards of 11 dimensions could be around us all the time, and we're just not privy to it. Do they aid in time travel? What? Do they aid in time travel? I Possibly. Need, I think you need a machine. I think you need a vehicle uh, for time travel. Not a DeLorean, but I think you need something. You know what I mean? I don't think you can just... I, mean, it's, I don't know, man. So what if you movie. had a seventh or eighth sense? Remote viewing? Oh, that's an interesting one, too. Is remote viewing time travel? No. But if that's the case... Well, okay, here's why I think you need a machine. Even if aliens are coming back and they're us 800,000 years from now... They have a machine to get back here. UFOs. Yeah, thanks. But so how are they how are they able to travel before UFO was invented? Once you hit that point in time, you can't That makes sense. I'm not arguing you that. You can't it doesn't exist. Yeah. That's why I think Oh, so that's why you think aliens can't be coming to us. Coming to us. Oh, the time machine. Okay, I didn't. Yet. I thought you were just talking randomly about no, that. No, they can't. Okay. Yeah, they can't get here because they haven't. Because we haven't invented the the vehicle to come back in time. Got it.
Right. Um, you got anything? Did you ever find what you're looking, looking for? At, I just don't understand the words. Okay. Here. You want to close? Basically, you want to wrap this up? Basically, the way that I understood it is, if you put a if you put a particle in the hydron accelerator or the hydron collider, it accelerates the particle, and when they put it in, it came out like it should take. And it, I know it's way faster than this, but if it takes one second to travel, it came out before it should. Saying that they've sped it up so much that time travel can be possible based off of that experiment. Okay. That there's no way that it should take. So you're saying that it. It kind of came out before it went in. That's weird. Right. And that's why that's what I was trying to find it to kind of explain a little bit better. But the thing came so like there's a, but the hadron collider is a circle. So they go to put it in and they find let's say you're putting it in point A and point B is eight inches to the right. They put it in point A and it's already at point B. Or it's, or they approach the machine as at point B before they even put it in. That should take a second. It's gonna. We know how fast it's gonna travel. This is how long it's gonna take. It took a quarter of a second instead of a second. It 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 traveled through time. Correct. Hmm. Which lends to Einstein, so you can go forward but not backwards. So you know about the experiments with clocks in the space shuttle. Yes. And, and, and on Earth because of gravity. Yeah. Because because gravity. So that all, gravity could be a dimension that we just have well, manipulated. I mean, oh, that's Lazar. And that's also uh, element 115, Correct. manipulates gravity. I'm, yeah. I'm getting too much in my head. Yeah, now I'm thinking you, a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, and none of it makes sense. No, you, no, in order to, if you can find a way to manipulate gravity, then you can probably travel through time. The problem is, is I don't think we understand everything about gravity. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Right. Well, gravity makes a lot of sense. I mean, why well, it exists? Why do masses have it? No one's been able to figure it out. I think once you figure that out, you can figure out the rest of the universe. Yeah. All right. Why don't you wrap us up this time? So what are we hanging on? So you said you wanted to do... Skinwalker. Oh, because of the portals to travel through different... Oh, places. there's so much more going on at... Skinwalker Ranch? Yeah. Uh, there is. There is. Uh, yeah, so let's, 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 let's take a couple days, go over our stuff, let's reconvene. My back hurts. And well, hopefully your back will be better. Yeah. Um, yeah, so again, thanks for listening. You know, um, in case you're unaware of the fact that we have an email, there's an email <laughs> out there for us. There is witness more podcast at gmail.com. That's right. Twitter at witness underscore more. Yeah. Um, we still haven't done a MySpace page. No, we'll get to that. We'll get I to think that. they charge you. MySpace? I think so because it is, well, they have a paid subscription. Someone it's more it. for artists, uh, musicians now. It's like a music thing. Yeah. I don't know. Tom uh, did sell it, and all he does is he has an Instagram. He uh, just travels the world. Really? Yeah. No. Was Tom everybody's first friend on MySpace? Yeah. He was the creator of it. 
Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. The dude in front of a whiteboard who's looking back at you? Is it the, what's he sitting in the class? Like, did he put the little eye yeah. came out? Like, he was in eighth grade? Maybe. Yeah, but he was the uh, creator. Yes. I can't believe you didn't know that. I thought someone else created it. Who bought it? I don't know. Justin Timberlake? Yes. Okay. His don't wife's hot. I know that. Okay. Are All we right. done? Yeah, we're done. Okay, yeah. I'm stopping. Come back Thanks, next week. Thanks, guys. Yeah, come back next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Witness More. If you have anything you'd like to add to the conversation or want to reach out to us, you can tweet us at witness underscore more or email at witnessmorepodcast at gmail.com.